Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. person shooter yeah <laughs> oh my god so uh so you live in the real life mafia right you know, <laughs> i'm not going to disclose where i live of course but i live in an area which has gang it's one of those areas where it's a working class neighborhood there are gangs there but they don't bother the common people they're just fighting amongst each other <laughs> um which is fine i don't really care so i work with someone who is involved in this stuff and he's a cool guy or whatever and he's telling me about this this and this is that and he says is it blood in blood out type homes <laughs> no, that's not cool like that uh-huh. um he says that he started breaking down the territory of the said gang that i live in its territory or whatever God. and as soon as he mentioned this automatically in my head i saw a map of san andreas <laughs> I was like, okay. So he says it stretches from here and here, pretty big too. And I'm like, you know, that's pretty sizable, you know. And, and he goes, yeah. And and I told him, um, I started going. Well, I remember in Mafia, you you would get territories, and, and he's like, really? I'm talking about real shit, and you're talking about a video game. I'm like, listen, it's the same shit. It's same shit. It is the same shit. It is the same. Yeah. It's whatever. More I, money, more problems. That's all I started acting on ghetto and shit. I have my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Okay? Uh, uh, so, uh, old man dude decided to use his uh, upgrade and, <laughs> and uh, got himself an iPhone 4S. Yeah. Which, you know what? And and I've, I've never been too big of a fan of... Um, Apple products, pretty slick. I like it. Yeah, it, it feels good in the hand. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, well, I like. We're it. not talking about your master. Oh, well, my dick feels good in anybody's hand. You know, <laughs> um, I like 
when they moved away from the eye touch and they stopped rounding off the corners oh, right, and it yeah. squared off. I like that. I think yeah. it looked. I think it, it, it feels more of a phone. feels more of a phone. It doesn't feel yeah. like a fucking Fisher Price toy. Siri's cool though. I guess. That is pretty cool. I'm like call Nomad, and, <laughs> and and I'm like I have this smug look on my face like it's not gonna know what I'm saying. You know? And then it comes up and with, it asks me which number to use. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> All of a sudden he's like call mobile. And oh, it, it was like it was like calling mobile, bitch. <laughs> if Respect. it had if it had arms, it would have picked up something and threw it down. It would have flipped the table. It's <laughs> pretty slick though. Uh, but he said that uh, <laughs> I liked it even more because it called him stupid. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. old man dude called him stupid in the shop. <laughs> That's just awesome. you know what though I I, I kind I don't like. And this is a personal preference. I, I don't like how the icons are so big because it makes the small the screen look small to me. Yeah. But also the screen is smaller than my phone. Well, it's like you know when you when you uh, shave your nether regions, it makes it look bigger. It's just that kind yeah. of yeah, the optical illusion, yeah. really. <laughs> but we still do it <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, scratch. <laughs> but I like too the fact that I mean it downloads like crazy. Yeah, that was cool, and yeah. I like how now. Is that the first iPhone that you can update over the air? Yeah. That's pretty slick. I mean, yeah, yeah it's been in other phones, but it's cool that iPhone does that now, yeah. too. That connecting to iTunes for everything <laughs> is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it, it was cool, and, uh, you know, I was updating his uh, apps and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, damn, it downloaded already? So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And that's that separate antenna bit, yeah. and, and they were saying that that was going to improve things. And you know what? You say we want about Apple, but their quality assurance is pretty legit. You know? I know some so, people. Well, like even his uh, his coworker, he was saying, "Well, well, why is it the? I thought it was four G, and it's like that's the model number was four G. Yeah. Like, you know. But the thing is, as I go, it hasn't come out with four G yet. But the rumor is, is iPhone five will. And that's another thing. Like we were talking about earlier, is that the, well, that's the one thing Apple will take a little bit before it drops it. But you know, it's going to work. Yeah, because like a lot of people reference. That antenna, antenna bit with the um, iPhone 4 mm-hmm. and the problem with the thumb and left-handed people. Okay, there's one thing that they messed up on. Let's right. name a list. Yeah. Because I think that's the end of the damn list. Yeah. You know, so um, Apple, I mean, say what you want, but they, they usually have their their shit together the way they want to do it. It's just a matter of... Providing like, they're not losing their phones, you know. But, yes. <laughs> Showing it off in a bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Over a few you, pints. Yeah, because you, know. you know that one dude is showing off to that chick on, yeah, I work at Apple. Yeah, baby, you know, uh, he might think this is an iPhone 3. <laughs> it's an iPhone 4 right here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, why don't you come back to my place and I'll show you how Siri yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then his calls drop. Oh. 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 They have the uh, iPhone, is 4GS? Is that what it's called? 4 best. Well, no, it's Four uh, Tango it, Alpha Street Fighter <laughs> Seven. What's no, it called? It's not a call sign anymore. Uh, no, it's just the um, iPhone Four S. Four S. Okay. Yeah. Um, S for Super. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Um, Sequel. Yeah, I'm just talking. Shit. <laughs> this is what the uh, iPhone Four should have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're pulling a Windows Seven. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> how similar they have become. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm impressed with it. I think they're going the right way, and and even if you don't like the way Apple does things, there are plenty that do. So mm-hmm. it's good that they stay true to their you know their yeah. their fans or whatever. Um, it is it is good to see 
the iPhone on various carriers now. Yeah. Because that was just retarded. Yeah. That was Not retarded. only are we locking ourselves to one place, but we're picking the one that everyone loves to hate, AT&T. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they pick Verizon, I'd be like, well, they shouldn't really time themselves out, but at least they have Verizon. Yeah. You know? now, now I'm on Sprint and I can get one. That's <laughs> when you know you're everywhere. Yeah. You know. and Sprint's the Discover card <laughs> of, of cell phones. <laughs> Unless you're T-Mobile. Oh. Too soon? Yeah, just a little. That chick is cute, dude. Yeah, I know. That, that chick you know what? The one on the Spanish commercials? I don't know. I saw her and I'm just like... She's alright. I want both of them to get together. And, there uh, you go. Now we're talking. Get some 4G going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, see how that download speed is. Alright. On that note, I think we should uh, jump right into the And news. upload speed. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, 4G? <laughs> Anyways... First up in the news, something that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Ubisoft reveals 15 million copies of Black Ops were sold. Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft revealed that. Activision really isn't messing around with this Call of Duty series, are they? Sure, we all know the games are amazing and expertly done, but sales like this deserve some kind of award. Yes, which you probably got one. Yes, <laughs> yesterday Ubisoft revealed that Call of Duty Black Ops sold 14,983,459 units in the U.S., not worldwide, <laughs> U.S. from January of 2010 through September of 2011. That's in the U.S., by the way, not internationally. Well, okay. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you didn't catch that. I'm such an <laughs> asshole. The second best-selling game, which is what Ubisoft was trying to point out, because if you don't know, <laughs> Ubisoft does not make Call of Duty. Um, second best game was Just Dance 2. Um, and that pulled in 5,245,580 copies during the same period. Uh, breaking it down math style, that's a difference of 9,737,879 copies. Now, and go to the website, listgeeks.com. Uh, I have posted a picture of the ranking. And you'll see Black Ops with its 14 million. <laughs> And then just dance with five million. Then before below that's Madden, which is another five million. Then four, a couple fours. So, so those are all steady. And you get to just dance. Everyone's like, yeah, just dance. Fuck, fuck. Black Ops <laughs> destroys the competition. That that's what's called spin. Yeah. Um, I sort of feel bad for Ubisoft in Just Dance too because they drew more attention to a different company's game when trying to point out their own. Uh, more importantly, Activision is crushing everyone this Jesus. month. Activision. Literally is making everyone look like a bitch. Yeah, it's just it's amazing. And then you know what? They deserve it. The Call of Duty series is is quality. Yeah, you know? it so is. I'm not mad. I, hey, don't hate. You <laughs> mad, bro? You because <laughs> you know there's some people right now that are. <sighs> I told you. You know I'll get into it later. <laughs> but what's your what's yours? <laughs> My uh, well, pardon. <laughs> Has the new Facebook has the new news feed on Facebook gotten on your nerves? Yes. <laughs> I love when I ask rhetorical questions on the podcast. <laughs> I always you answer, answer them. <laughs> well, you weren't the only you weren't the only one because it seems that Facebook will be making another adjustment, but this time it will be giving you the ability to view status updates in chronological order again. Uh, in September, uh, Facebook uh, decided that they simply wanted you to know what they felt was important, and they would post. On the top of your newsfeed. Because they know your friends better than you. Right, yeah. Then they gave you an adjustment which amounted to basically the nuptials at a Kardashian wedding. Ooh. Uh, you could, <laughs> you, Too soon, but I like it. 
You could select if you wanted to see someone's news feeds, but Facebook would still tell you what you thought was what they thought was more important. In the new rollout, Facebook will be allowing you to either remain with the current option or use original chronological updates. Facebook should have done this from the onset, but I think people would like to would like to have more of an option when uh, as to what they see. For some people, this may work better. But, you know, yeah, I, I, I guess. personally, for me, I'd rather see it in order. You know what I want to see? I was a timeline bit, because that looks kind of yeah. sick. Uh, also, people snickered about people's complaints about... Um, sh- uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me try this again. Ooh. People that people that snickered um, about people's complaints should sit down and be quiet right now, because web-based companies can't allow people to stop using their site, so customers' complaints exactly. are essential. We're supposed to complain so they can improve. Yes, uh, once the rollout goes live, Facebook will, um, you will, uh, Facebook users will notice a sword button at the top of the news feed, and you can choose either highlighted stories or most recent stories first. Uh, this is something that should have come out in the beginning, but now they can get to work on a, on their Facebook app and make that work for a change. That's true. Serious. And, and when I say you should complain, I, I don't mean be a troll about it. Like, yeah. don't type <laughs> fail 1,500 times. <laughs> Or you know, constructive criticism. Fail. First. Yeah. <laughs> First. <laughs> you know what? I've done that a couple times. First. <laughs> the worst is when you go first, and then you when it refreshes, there's like three people ahead of you. And, and then there's you, always a cat that's going to check you. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> that shit's just fun to do. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, since I've, I'm talking about Call of Duty, let's move on to Modern Warfare. Um, <laughs> Battlefield 3 logged an impressive 5 million units sold. Which is, like I said, impressive. Um, though, through all of this, Activision hasn't really said much. They've stayed pretty quiet, just, just waiting for, for their game to release. Keep in mind, EA stated before their goal with Battlefield 3 wasn't to dethrone Call of Duty. Um, but I'm sure they wish they could. Uh, <laughs> now's the time we start... To see who carries the biggest stick. <laughs> um, Modern Warfare 3 has now netted... And, and this... I wrote this before the game was released. Okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> Modern Warfare 3 has has now netted an amazing 9 million pre-orders. <laughs> um, that's a full 4 million more than Battlefield's overall sales. Now Modern Warfare 3 launched today... Okay. <laughs> I wrote it the, a day before and then preemptively put... I'm confused. Yeah, I even put, I'm writing this a day before, though, so I'm speaking to you from the past. Honestly, though, as awesome as Battlefield 3 is, and it is pretty damn awesome if you haven't played it, Call of Duty is, and most likely always will be, the big gun in realistic first-person shooters. We salute you, Modern Warfare. Have a great birthday. Um, Modern Warfare 3 is a east right now yeah like well i think i'm the only one that doesn't own it (laughs) because i haven't picked it up yet well that's the thing and you know i've been playing it and like you asked me what is it like compared to battlefield yeah and you know the thing with the thing with modern warfare is that you know what to expect so there's a comfort zone there is a comfort zone there is a fun with it there you know and and now that the war is full scaled, you know, you're running through fucking uh, Wall Street in New York. Yeah. And you're shooting against a helicopter through a, con- a building under construction. It's just that kind of awesomeness. It's honestly, Battlefield 3 
is exciting because it's kind of in new territory. It is a new I mean, territory. Battlefield was more. I mean, they were it was bad their, company, all that. But yeah, I mean, but Battlefield it was their new series. engine. That yeah, they yeah. were. They were. I mean, they were like, this is new. This is new. We're doing this like this now. So for them, it was it was very cool. And and don't get me wrong, the tank battle sequence in that thing will it changed your life. It it it. I changed my shorts twice. Yeah. And then the third time I just... Nomad, Nomad became a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My balls dropped further. <laughs> yeah. They dropped off. <laughs> but it was... It, so, you know, it was cool and stuff like that, and it's fun. But yeah, when you get back into, you know, Call of Duty, it, there is still that comfort zone. And it's still a fun game, you know. And so, but that's, uh, you know, and, 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 and to anybody to think that... To be honest, to think that Battlefield was going to beat Call of Duty, you're smoking something. And it's really not about beating. I mean, there's always, there's always two. Yeah, and, that, I mean? and one thing you can own both. You you don't have to strictly own yeah. one. I did have a I did have a small argument with someone who kept saying, "Well, I prefer Halo." I'm like, I understand that, but we're not talking about futuristic first person shooters. I'm talking about realistic first person shooters. Yeah. And they couldn't separate the two. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain, but Halo. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to explain how genres have subgroups. Right. And he's like. You're overthinking it, dude. And like that's like saying humans and chimps are the same because I don't want to overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's subgroups, man. Um, Any quest. Uh, anyway. Technically, Skyrim's a first-person shooter. <laughs> Skyrim jump. Oh, <laughs> um, actually, Dixie Chick posted this on Facebook, and uh, it's you know one of those inspirational posters, and it has a picture of Luke Skywalker, and it goes, "Farm boy." Shooting womp rants, feuding with your step um, step uncle, and kissing your sister. One galaxy is the same as the next. There you go. <laughs> ah. Oh god. All right. So, uh, <laughs> now everybody knew that uh, earlier this year that Verizon dropped their unlimited um, data. So, debating on whether to sign up with Verizon to, or still debating on whether to get a Verizon wireless with a 4G phone. Well, it seems that Verizon is thinking about try, is thinking of trying to get you on board with them by offering double data plans. Double D's. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> currently, Verizon offers 2G data plans for thirty dollars as of today. Verizon. Um, this was, I think, Monday. Uh, Word. And they are. <laughs> <laughs> for nothing yeah. just absolutely nothing uh, I apologize Verizon is allowing new customers to sign up for their new 4G data plan for $30 yep that's double the data for the same price according to All Things D uh, Verizon is allowing this limited time option for new customers to sign up for this deal the stipulation is you can keep um, this option as long as you have a 4G phone so um, those that got bright, um, that got the bright idea of dropping to a 3G phone after the upgrade are out of luck. <laughs> for existing customers, you can pick up an iPhone 4. Uh, I mean, no, no, sorry, not an iPhone. You can pick up a 4G phone in the last 14 days. You're still eligible for the double data plan. But keep in mind that many people are still grandfathered into the old unlimited plan. So, you know, this applies to people that pretty much didn't get that option when they signed up with Verizon. This is a unique option for Verizon, given that T-Mobile offers unlimited data plans, but will throttle you if you reach a certain threshold. Sprint has re recently removed the 4G unlimited data for devices such as tablets and mobile hotspots, and many wonder when they will hit their phones, too. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's kind of cool with Verizon trying to drum up business a little bit. People kind of wondered, you know, oh, well, they're all going the same. Who's going to really, they're yeah. not going to really compete. But here's showing that Verizon's like, you know what? 
we, we, we still want you. So here, come on over. Here's showing that you should stop being a little bitch. Pretty much. Uh, what you got going on over there now? <laughs> playing games and shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> DC. <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> so DC Universe uses made-up numbers to show how good they are. Um, yeah, we don't even need to stick in the realm that's of possible. Right. That's <laughs> right. We don't even have to be mathematically accurate. <laughs> Look, I get it, okay? I know what they mean by saying 1,000%. I just don't like when it's used. I hate when people... Use any percentage over a hundred. It makes it sound like it makes it sound like some child in a playground made it up. But moving on from that, DC Universe has been free to play for a little under a week now, and I still haven't downloaded it because I'm right? a tool who works for a living. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the raise in player population is astounding. Um, Sony Online Entertainment President John Smedley. I love that name. <laughs> has been hitting Twi- has been hitting Twitter a lot since the change, with the most recent announcement saying the population of DC Universe is up a thousand percent from before the game went free to play. Of course, with every growth, there are pains, and by pains, I mean pains in the ass. <laughs> since the first, the, since the free to play change, players have been subjected to issues like long server queues, never-ending loading screens, and other issues that stop the game in its tracks. Of course, Smeedley says. They are, quote, on it, <laughs> and I'm sure they are, um, but it always hurts when a launch or relaunch doesn't do well. You can head over to the official DC Universe webpage to sign up, download the game on Steam, or grab it from the PSN to get started. Keep hope alive. I don't know why I put that. <laughs> I was half asleep. Um, so, <laughs> I really don't know why I put that. <laughs> I, oh, I think because was, there was problems. Um we need you and I both need to get this game because right now my net's down so I haven't you know I'm borrowing from a neighbor whatever or I'm at McDonald's or you know um but (laughs) play DC yeah so once once (laughs) I'm back I think we should we should like spend some time like doing some quests together and stuff like that and then we can do like a nice little joint review you know what I mean over a joint over a joint oh whoa (laughs) anyway (laughs) no yeah it is sad when you know well, it's like, you know, what's happening with uh, Call of Duty Elite right now. Yeah. You know, it's just all sorts of BS going on with that. Uh, but anyways, but that's what happens with a launch or a relaunch, you know. Exactly. You, 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 people always seem to underestimate how many people will be interested. Exactly. I mean, it is what it is. Well, but, yeah, but Activision shouldn't, uh, like with the whole Call of Duty thing, they should have known better. They should have known how yes, many people... Yes, that's, that's true. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not really versed on what's going on because that happened today and I went to work at 5 o'clock in the morning and then came straight here. So I have no idea what happened today yet. Um, but I'll most likely write an article about it tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean, but compared to Battlefield 3, mm. the launch is quite nice. Yeah, it, As long as the game's, the still, game's still working, yeah, you're just adding that extra add-on. That's the problem. Um... I mean, we'll see what happens. They'll, of course, get it fixed. But, yeah. you know. DC Universe <laughs> will fix their shit, too. You know. Um, Whatever, Smite. All right, well... Smite! <laughs> I know it seems like that we only um, we only bring up issues in regards to Apple um, iPhone 4S, but we honestly don't... Um, we don't search out for issues regarding this. But it seems that Gizmodo has discovered that there's a, some issue in regards to muted sound coming over the earpiece. Coming out of the earpiece. 
Uh, this past weekend, they discovered a 29-page thread on the Apple support forums. Discussion issues on, out, on outbound calls have no audio coming in through the earpiece. Now, this is an issue that has been affecting all three characters, um, carriers, characters, <laughs> all three carriers and only the uh-huh. iPhone 4S. While deciphering through the post, it seems that the problem could be some type of driver issue between uh, the iOS software and the hardware for the iPhone. The problem doesn't seem to be affecting incoming calls. Other areas of the OS have um, that uses uh, an earpiece or even Siri. Now, Apple hasn't commented on the situation, but it appears that it has been happening for a while, so we could see that in the update that's designed to fix the battery issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, some workarounds for the issue is to toggle your uh, speakerphone on and off or plug in and um, pl- unplug your headphone or activate Siri. Again, these are just workarounds until the issue is resolved. So uh, That sounds like just a coding issue in yeah, the driver. It's, 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 just be patched. Yeah. I mean, a little... I never... A lot of people be like, oh, fuck Apple. But, no, you know what? Shit like this happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just think about all the shit that happens with um, Android. Yeah. <laughs> shit. That's still a great system. Yeah, it's yeah. still a great system. But that's just look at the Windows phone in general. <laughs> yeah. Which is one big glitch. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, but real quick, I do not like... I, I liked it at first, and then now that I've seen it really in action, I don't like that fucking panel shit they have. Yeah. And I'm mad they're making it part of Windows 8. Yeah, I know. I'm not... I'm and then they're like, oh, well, you could use it like this. I'm like, great, it looks like Windows 7. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I'll just stick with Windows 7. How's that? You know, there's an old joke. I bought a new computer, and there was a sticker on it that said, only install Windows 7. The joke is Windows Vista, but Windows 7, so I installed Linux. Oh. <laughs> That was a slow one, too. I've been using, uh, uh, every time Old Man Dude bugs me, I'm like, douchebag. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> uh, and moving on to the new release. Alright, we got some new releases. Uh, Netflix. So Netflix, um, some oldies but goodies. Girl Interrupted, that was a quality That was a good movie. I still think that was one of Angelina Jolie's best. Before she went crazy? Well, yeah, well, she played crazy, though. Yeah. 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 Same difference. Yeah. Scary Movie, the first one, back when it was good. <laughs> yeah, back when it was good. Um, a Nice Tale, Heath Ledger. That was, that was, that was a kick-ass movie. That was, that was this is a fun movie, movie to watch. Movie, yeah. Um, Paranormal Activity 2, if you're into that. <laughs> um, games, uh, this good, week. Good week. Still a good week. Doesn't matter. Hey, Call of Duty and Battlefield 3 are out, but don't trip. All right? <laughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations, Need for Speed to Run, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, Super Mario 3D Land for the 3DS is finally out. Jurassic Park, the game. L.A. Noire, the complete edition. I know I said that that last week, but this one is for the PS3, which is the one that I will be picking up. (laughs) Um, And Saints Row the Third, of course. Of course. All coming out next week. All right, so what do we got? Why don't you say the theater one says your favorite movie? Oh, God. Yeah. The Uh, only movie. The only movie. There was a few limited releases ones, but I'm not going to mention that because only people in L.A. and New York can see that. Yeah. So it's whatever. This, This one, it's Jack and Jill, the new Adam Sandler movie. Oh, God. Why is Al Pacino rather, in it? I, I really want to know why is he I would in rather it? watch a cartoon of Jack and Jill. Like the actual <laughs> Jack and Jill. Like, and I like Adam Sama, but yeah. this movie's just stupid. Yeah. Just fail. Uh, DVDs. Some good, a good week for DVDs. Yep. Uh, on 11-11, actually, so this is... Yeah, when, I didn't put any dates. Yeah, on this one, <laughs> it comes out on the past Friday, so if you haven't picked it up yet, get it. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. 
as well as Harry Potter Deathly Hollows Part One. It's a three disc combo pack. Right. Uh, we also got Assassin's Creed Lineage. Some a- some animation. <laughs> Sickness, dude. Of course, Evil Dead Two. Evil Dead Two Twenty Fifth Anniversary Edition. edition. Boom. Farscape, the complete series. There you Pick go. Pick that shit up. And for uh, you Broadway fans, West Side Story, 50th anniversary. Hey, West Side Story's quality. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Natalie Natalie Wood. Fucking hot, dude. She's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the glasses came off. The glasses off. came off. That's then when I, it gets real. And then I couldn't see. <laughs> so uh, go ahead with some uh, comics. DC Comics. DC Comics. That was corny. Um, <laughs> Batman 3 comes out. Batman, A Death in the Family, New Edition Trade Paperback. That is one where the second... Uh, yeah, that's... Todd? Todd, yeah. Yeah, he dies. Um, Jason Todd. If you'd like to see what everyone wanted in the first place, <laughs> go ahead and get, get that. Batman, um, No Man's Land, Volume 1, New Edition Trigger. I kind of forget exactly what that, but it looks sick. So check <laughs> it out. Um, Bird of Prey, Blue Beetle, Captain Adam, Catwoman, DC Universe Presents, End of Nations 1 of 4, Green Lantern Corp. Cor- corpse? <laughs> Typo. Green Lantern Corpse. You have a T with no R. <laughs> Cops. Cops. Whatever. <laughs> I Vampire Justice League. That's my standout favorite That's right my now. big that favorite right now. Ugh, yeah. That's so sick. Supergirl. Supergirl's pretty sick too. Um, oh, so DC Universe statues are coming out? I saw the Harley Quinn one. You see Harley Quinn one? Sex. I mean, it looks great. <laughs> um, the Joker one looks pretty sick too. Um, I'm not as sexy as the Harley no. Quinn one. <laughs> I think it's only... It might only be those two. I think it, I think I only saw those two. In but the they look high quality. Um, I'm not sure on the size, but they look good. Yeah. So if you're in a DC universe, it's going to be the the animation from that, and it just looks. I mean, if you're in a statue, it's insane. <laughs> Holly Quinn, though. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. All right, before he blows a load, I'm going to go ahead and move into. I want the statues from fucking Arkham City. Yeah, the new outfit. <laughs> Uh, for Marvel, we have Amazing Spider-Man 674, Avengers 19, which continues the uh, uh, Harry Osborn. We've got Avengers Origins, Luke Cage, number one, uh, Captain America, number four, Fear Itself, number 7.3, number three. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Fear Itself, I'm Fearless, take a Street three. Fighter. Yeah, I know. Uh, Incredible Hulk 2, Punisher 5, Ultimate Comics, uh, X-Men number three, Venom number nine, and from uh, Image, Walking Dead yes. number 91. So, and speaking of all those comics. convoluted and confusing Marvel entries, why don't we go right into your main topic? <laughs> so, I wrote this uh, this piece early on. and uh, This piece? This piece. Are, you, are, you, with, are you with BBC? <laughs> yeah. because, mostly because I was... Uh, there was a couple of articles that were appearing online, and mm-hmm. a lot of them were saying... You know, because DC didn't really experience a major fall-off in month two. Uh, it seems, seems to really be holding steady. DC's know. kicking ass They are right now, and, dude. And, but, you know, and Marvel Marvel's still doing well yeah, with its yeah, issues. Yeah. But the thing is, is now everybody's saying, like, okay, now that DC did it, should Marvel do it? Should Marvel do a reboot? And um, I don't think Marvel should do it just because DC did it. I know. It. <laughs> I, it's like, uh, well, they did it. We should do it. it, it to me, that just seems like a, a stupid, uh, stupid response. And yeah. here's a portion of my of my uh, story was, as you've seen, the DC comics have been outselling Marvel for two months straight now, and some Marvel titles are still selling really well. Since there has been a slight dip in month two of the DC reboot, it's starting to give people time to question whether Marvel should consider rebooting their entire universe to help boost comic sales. The short answer, no. 
Say what you want about Marvel and some of the sludge that they've put out over the years, but there are still, still some serious gems that anyone has come across in those same years. Marvel has always been rebuilding their universe, using big year events to take their universe in a new direction, and most of the universe stays pretty true to the original stories that started some 50 years ago. Any DC reader would tell you that it is hard to know the history of some characters, especially after whatever Infinite Earths event they had that year. We talking about there's only three issues. How can you not know? <laughs> Infinite what? <laughs> um, you know, most people will attest to the fact that the history and lore became so convoluted that it, that if you tried to start reading DC, you would be so lost. Marvel yeah. has has had their share of misguided changes in their comics, but they simply make huge changes like making Spider-Man single again. You know, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> but you know, um, but the thing, one of my things is that. Uh, one of the major reasons why I believe that Marvel doesn't need a reboot is because DC was struggling to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. They stuck with their characters. They tried to make changes to the lore and, oh, this, you know, and another, another Batman dies and all this other stuff. And while that's okay and stuff for, you know, for, uh, you know, to try to drum up business, the thing is, is that with, with, uh, Marvel, they don't have to really stay as relevant because they have a separate universe, the Ultimates universe. Yeah. So they can so they can go ahead and do what DC did, but they have their own separate universe. Plus, they have their original universe that people can still, you know, read and watch and stuff like that. And it, to be honest, it's not as hard now to kind of follow up where comics are going because it's Wikipedia the shit out of everything. That's true. So too. you you know it's it's always easy to kind of. Get yourself back into it. But, you know, you know, uh, Superman, he's married, he's single, you know, he's engaged. It's, you know, people forgetting how many actual Robins there were. You know, it, it's, you know, and, and and the problem is, is that DC is so ingrained in pop culture, but, and some of Marvel's, but it's always the beginning. Like mm -hmm. the very, very first. Nobody understands what has happened. And I think with DC is because they only had one singular line, they needed to do something to kind of to kind of, this I always kind of see this as kind of their ultimate's version. Well, they had multiple universes. They had um 52, 52 universes. But it got really weird. Like it, it wasn't Marvel has has always been good at having separate universes that are so cleanly cut from the main universe or whatever. And then they'll even do crossovers. Mm. They did a lot in the, um, recent, first comes to mind in the, in the whole zombies bit. Yeah. Where they were doing crossovers on that. And that whole thing was revolving around going through different, um, universes. Which, Marvel has a more, there are thousands upon millions of universes. But they do it in a clean way. DC got, they were crossing over too much, and then some universes didn't make any sense. And it was just getting weird, <laughs> yeah. You know, and a reboot was needed. I, I was one of the, I, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable. Like I felt like I needed an adult, <laughs> but um, it needed to happen, you know. And and I think that Marvel. I'm just stepping in to say that Marvel oh, no, has always fine. always done that um, a little bit better. Well, this is a conversation. You know, oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we were just but, listening to you talk. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like, <laughs> but I was thinking too, like, if you if you follow like. Uh, Marvel and Marvel seems to be steering in the direction of kind of making the characters mo move back to their movie counterparts. Yeah, uh, especially like 
Uh, Which makes sense. Yeah, with Captain America. It was a prime example. It was Bucky that's been Captain America for at least a couple... Since uh, since Steve Rogers was thought to have been killed. I'm uh, sorry, since this is a conversation, let me interject by saying Captain America the movie wasn't the, the shit. Yes. I yeah, loved it. Absolutely. Love. But it wasn't until the movie started to get the release that they use uh, Fear Itself mm-hmm. as uh, the stepping point of taking Bucky out and putting... Steve Rogers back in as Captain America. And even the same thing with the Incredible Hulk's franchise was canceled and is now returned to the Incredible Hulk. So readers can be back to Bruce Banner being the only yeah. Hulk. So, you know, there I, I think that Marvel takes a little more... I, I don't know, because some of the events, like, I think the best event that they had was House of M. Uh, the, la- the last House of M, where it was the whole Annihilation of the Mutants. You know what? I never read that. It's really good. I know. Really and I've, I've actually, I've seen the trades, and I've been I've been thinking about picking it up, because I hear nothing but good things. It's, a, it's an amazing bit. Obviously, I'm, I've never been all Marvel. I've right. dabbled, but I've always <laughs> been in DC, so I've missed a lot of the big... I did read um, uh, uh, Civil War. Yes. Remember, I had all the books on oh, that. Right. That yeah. was sick. Yeah, yeah, Civil War was great. And that's the thing is, is that they've had some fear itself just was weak, um, but I I think if you really look at it, it really kind of started to allow people to the characters to change, and kind of kind of course corrected all the characters. Yeah. And I and I think really when you look at the stuff, you don't really feel so convoluted. The only one that could really throw you would be the new would be the regenerated Loki. That would be the only one that would uh, that would. Uh, Kind of confuse you for a second, <laughs> but aside from that, you know, I, I think that Mar- the DC yes did need it, but they also really needed to start from scratch because they changed the lore so many different ways. You had no idea. Okay, well this was well this is Batman, but this was after this had happened and and this had happened and you yeah. Know, so you know and and then Flashpoint and then you're getting all the well this is Flashpoint uh, the Flying Graysons if. The parents hadn't gotten killed and all this other stuff, and and that's Flashpoint was confusing. It was confusing, but I'm. It was cool at the end. Yeah, but it. it I was like, what? But, <laughs> I had to read a couple of those books a couple and more. And all times. those one shots struck me as being kind of irrelevant because it was like yeah, one shots. The one, the one shots were kind of whatever. Yeah. The main with the Flash. Yeah. Was fluid. It made sense, and it was awesome. But the little like. Just silly ones. It's like, oh, yeah. Why, why, why are we? Why, yeah. why, why am I reading this? Why am I reading this? Why uh, am I being subjective? But, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that you know, I, I, I personally think that Marvel doesn't need to reboot. As fact, as fact of the matter is, is they've got the Ultimate Universe, which yeah. can stay young, it can stay edgy, it can kind of play around with whatever origins they want to play around with, and then they have their tried and true. So here you have two universes. One that goes to the younger crowd, which is what DC's trying to do, is to keep the younger crowd, but keep the older crowd. But Marvel's already has it by saying, here's the mm-hmm. Ultimates that more of the younger kids can relate to. Mm-hmm. And here's the older one that fans that have been reading it for a while can stick with. And, you know, give me give me your two cents. I want to know what you, you think. You know, when I first came in here, came over to No Man's House, I said, I, reboot, reboot! Yeah. You know. Um, Flip the table over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Random sex with a hooker. It was yeah. weird. I don't um, even know where she came from. Who, who cares? <laughs> um, it's your house. <laughs> uh, but now that I've thought about it a little bit, a reboot, no. I, I think they're doing big things with the Ultimate Universe and stuff like that. But I do feel that 
how can I put it? Right now, what DC has that Marvel doesn't is organization. Yeah. Um, be and of course, I mean that's a byproduct of the reboot. Everything's at the same issue number, right? And um, you know they can make a little money on some old trades and stuff like that. I mean they got the business model is perfect right now, and it's so easy to step into it. I mean you can. You could be like, oh, issue three on everything. Right. Okay, well now I know what's going on. Okay, I missed the first two. I'll wait till the trade comes out. You know, you can you can catch up. Marvel. I mean, what was that Spider Man issue? Like six hundred eighty seven yeah. or something. I mean, that's fine. But they need to find a way to organize things because right now, and I'm not saying it's disorganized, but from someone who doesn't, who isn't in the Marvel universe, because I tried. I was like, I'm gonna get into Marvel too. Why not? You know, but I looked at it, I have no idea where to start. Yeah. You know, I'm, I look at everything, and I'm like, everything's on issue 100 of something or whatever, and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not going to buy a bunch of trades yeah. and catch up on it. You know, so that that is the strength that DC has right now, is that you can jump in right now. And, of course, a year from now, they're not going to have that strength anymore. Yeah. But it's still, everything's going to be at issue, let's say, 67. Everything's going to be at issue 67. You know, so I think that Marvel needs to find a way to get things organized. Um, I like how they're kind of trimming the fat lately. Yeah, those uh, are a lot they're, of cuts. They're cutting, they're cutting books, but they're cutting books I didn't even know about. Yeah. Um, yeah I Victor did, Von Doom. Yeah, Victor Von Doom, though, that might have been sick. I don't yeah. know why they cut that one. And the All-Stars. The All-Star uh, bit. The All-Stars, they got cut like, I think, midstream. And, and it's, so. it's hard to, I know it's hard for some Marvel fans to probably hear, especially from a DC fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they need to continue trimming the fat. There's a few books on that shelf that I know are not relevant, that yeah. a lot of people aren't reading. And I think maybe, not reboot, but let's make a whole new line with all the all the main, main things. How many lines do they have? They have two main lines, right? Right. They have Ultimates and they have... Um, the regular. The, the regular, regular line. Yeah. Make another one. Make another Spectacular or something. Mm. Make something that new people could jump into. I think that investing in that would be a wise decision for them. Well, you know, and that's the thing, like, you know, with the movies coming out, and and you can see it in what Marvel's doing is trying to uh, gear the characters to make them more connected to the yeah. movies. So you can kind of see to where the characters are kind of stepping up, stepping out and kind of relevating to the past. So, you know, in, in some instances you can kind of see, especially with the Avenger characters, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor... You're kind of seeing a reboot happening, okay. but it's it's a lot more subtle. And like I said, maybe I don't see it because yeah. I'm not in it. You know right. what I mean? But I just feel that the problem is that a lot of people aren't in it. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of people that maybe they do just read DC or maybe they're, maybe they're indie. Maybe they're reading Image and, and Dark Horse and like, what are the big guys doing? And you look at the DC shelf and the models, I guarantee you they're right next to each other. Yeah. It's like every other shop. And you're like, well, DC shelf looks like they know what's but then, up. But then you come into that other problem. If Marvel does it, then when does Image do it? And when does IDW yeah, do it? And then when too. does, you know, Dark Horse do it? So, you know, and, and then it becomes, oh, it's a new big thing, you know. Everybody's rebooting. Everybody's rebooting. Yeah. You know, so, and, you know. They're walking all over my point, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, that's just kind of what I've been thinking about. And just like, is yeah, it really? I, mean, I I don't think a reboot's necessary, but I think maybe put something out there for the new cats. Yeah. You know, so... Hmm. Viva C, Viva C. Hmm. So, you have something quite interesting yeah. right now. Quite, isn't it? Hmm. So, 
Where should I start? I'm just gonna <laughs> read, I'm gonna read this article that I wrote about it first, and then we can build off of that. Um, World of Warcraft loses around two million subscribers. Um, not all at once, of course. It was hmm. it wasn't like anyone staged an Occupy Azeroth event or anything. <laughs> I read this to, to Nomad, too, so you got to hear it twice. Yeah. Um, Feel sorry for me. Yeah. Over the last year, World of Warcraft has gone from 12 million subscribers to 10.3 million. First world problems, right? <laughs> um, that's a little under 2 million people that decided to up and quit the popular MMO. CEO of Blizzard, Mike Mor- Morheim, sure, uh, revealed <laughs> in a conference call that with Ga- Game of Sutra that the loss was more from the East, and World of Warcraft is still one of the popular online games in China, because they can make money playing it. And a great and, fire, firewall over there. Yeah, I know. And by far the most popular subscription-based MMO in the world, which we already knew. Uh, Morheim still admits the game could use tune-up, saying, that said, we know that all improvements that we can make in the game... There's improvements to make. I fucked that one up. I don't know why. Um, recent Blizzard annu- recently, Blizzard announced the Mist of Pandaria expansion soon to come, and there will soon be a content update pack in the next few weeks. The update is quote not intended to go out and drive new acquisition. That's a whole other strategy, but it does drive engagement with the game, and so that will impact impact something if we do. Man, it was late. If we do it successfully. <laughs> Um, it will eventually drive win back as players tell each other about the content they're enjoying. It basically says it's not about driving acquisition, but it is. Um, <laughs> you can bet on a population increase once Mr. Pandaria is released with old players coming back to check it out. Um, and of course, advertisement's going to go up, you know, and they're little panda people. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft is an old game nowadays and with fresh titles like Star Wars The Old Republic and Guild Wars 2 to name a couple. I'm looming around the corner. This may be the beginning of the end, or is it? So what we're going to speak about is has World of Warcraft, is it starting to run its course? Do you think that World of Warcraft now is going to turn into something different? Are things going to change? Or is it just going to start getting phased out? Because keep in mind, Blizzard is working on another MMO as we speak, which they call the Titan Project. But nobody knows anything about it, of course, because it's Blizzard. Of course, since Blizzard is just now working on it, it won't be released until like 2076. <laughs> um, what do you What do you think, sir? What, what What is your your take? My short answer: No. Okay, since we're supposed to entertain people, <laughs> why don't we elaborate? Okay. okay. No, sir. <laughs> no. Uh, Listen, um, Dick. <laughs> No, uh, I I think that in 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 this instance, I don't think it's uh, it's going to uh, like go irrelevant or anything like yeah. that. I, I don't think that the fan base will let it. Um, but I I do think that everybody that is going to play it and has ever wanted to play it has played it. Yeah. And, and another thing too is that I I personally believe that most people that uh, are realizing that there's free to play a lot more free to play MMOs much which might be lower quality but people are broke these yeah. days you know? and you know it's it's a recession that's right <laughs> but uh, you know you know you've got i mean but the thing is think about the some of the free MMOs you know DC um, DCU yeah. online that's free to play lord of the rings war and, and not just war the, in the north came out not not just the free to play genre is changing 
to a piecemeal system. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings, I personally think, has the best system for a free-to-play game. You you get to play through the first 20 levels for free. Um, yeah, you can add like more friggin' uh, expansions for your, your bank slots and all that crap. But then... That's just cool to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can... In case those of you who forgot from the last podcast, that little noise was my hardest cookie that's right (laughs) but you can buy things piecemeal after that so each zone is you buy the quest pack the piecemeal system is working because it gives even though the players are essentially paying more money than they would they feel in control of what they're buying because when i was playing lord of the rings online i was like okay do i want i had two choices to level from 30 to 40 do i want to buy that one or do i want to buy this one you know and it's it's giving people control, and it also what it do, you're gonna hear it again because I want a cookie. <laughs> um, what it does is, when I played World of Warcraft, and I used to play it pretty, pretty bad. Um, when you pay fifteen, fifteen dollars a, a month for a game, you feel obligated to play it, right? You know, and then you're not playing anything else. This kind of goes back to last week when we talked about Obsidian, and where their CEO basically said if people feel that they got their money out of it. And developing a, a, a good game will dictate on whether people continue mm-hmm. playing it. And and the and working more on your point is the fact that yeah, when I you know um, STO when I was playing Star Trek Online, fifteen bucks a month, I felt that I had to play it, and I stopped playing it because I didn't feel I was getting fifteen bucks worth out of it. January, by the way. Oh, it's January for free. Mm-hmm. So. You know, so here you're having things where, yeah, you you need to, and especially with there's so many games, you got consoles now, as much yeah. as um, as uh, PC games. It's to the point now that you are never going to play every game that comes yeah. out. It's impossible. As much as you want to. I mean, look at all the games, the games that are on my list, and and I've already missed half of the cool games in the last three years. I have Batman, Arkham City, Call of Duty Three, Battlefield Three, Skyrim. That's only four games, right? Those are four really long games. Well, Ridiculous. I, well, I still. Well, you saw. I have. Uh, I had Arkham City and Call of Duty. Chilling. Chilling right on my t- right next to my TV right there, and that's within the last couple of weeks. And then I have Battlefield over here. So that's three games in less than a month. Yeah. So that's a lot of gaming that you're going to have to play. Much less, you know, wanting to try out uh, DCU and uh, anything else. There's a lot of games to be played. And I think that more people are starting to realize that, you know, World of Warcraft isn't the end-all, be-all game. Yeah, I mean... I, I think it's going to start leveling out. I think it's a good... It's a it's a good game. It's an MMO. I think a lot of the additions they made make it a little more interesting. They have an achievement system and stuff like that. I think that's cool. But you can only play a game for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, and... And there are some people, I know we have a, a friend, Sass, he's posted before, I saw a picture on his Google+, Plus the, the once a week that I check my Google+, Plus. <laughs> um, he was like, French press coffee and dailies, he's doing dailies <laughs> for World of Warcraft. I mean, and that's cool, some people, that's, that's a part of their thing, but it's not that World of Warcraft is a part of their thing, it's they like MMOs. Right. And right now, to them, World the top Warcraft. MMO is World of Warcraft. Star Wars The Old Republic looks damn fucking sexy. That makes me want to play. Guild Wars 2? That's... I mean, Mm. I know that's not your forte, but that, for the fantasy side, that's looking really good. And that one, you don't pay monthly. 
you mm. buy it once and then you you play it for free online. So there's so many other options coming out, and we all know this is going to happen. World of Warcraft is so popular. You think other companies aren't going to try to cash in on that? Absolutely. Yeah, and and, and they tried to cash in on it in the beginning with shitty games, yeah. and now they're they're starting to get higher higher quality. These companies are taking it seriously, and, and and personally, I think Turbine was the first one to come up with some really high quality MMOs. I mean, Lord of the Rings is amazing, but that's my personal take. Um, I don't think that World of Warcraft will. I, I I agree with you. I don't think it's going to fall off completely until Blizzard cuts the cord. Yeah. Um, but I do think that with these larger games coming out, I go back to Old Republic, uh, Guild Wars Two. DC Universe, hey, it's free to play now. A thousand percent, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the week. People have already done the World of Warcraft bit, especially with Cataclysm. Cataclysm? <laughs> uh, came out. There was a huge surge in population. People have finished that already. Mm. So they're going to stop playing because in, in World of Warcraft, when you're done, there's Battlegrounds, dailies, um, and arenas and like stuff like that, but you can only do them so many times you get bored, you know, unless you're a machine. Um, so why wouldn't why wouldn't people be like, hey, you know what, Star Wars is the shit. Why don't we go play that game? Or why don't we check out this game? Why don't we check out that game? Hey, it's the will of the gamers. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Winter Enemus is coming up, so mm. you don't even know what that is. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you're just chewing that cookie. You can't mm-hmm. even say a damn thing. You motherfucking fat bastard. <laughs> No, but I, I think that um, it'll remain relevant until Blizzard decides it's not going to be relevant, yeah. and it will. And, and most likely they'll start falling back on it when that whatever that Titan thing is comes out. So, yeah, I mean, I you know, to, to me it's just a, it's just simply an issue of, uh, you know, content, you know, and and. Blizzard delivers anything when Blizzard wants to. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's just one of those, yeah, cataclysm, very big at the beginning of the year, and yeah, it's probably starting to, it's starting to phase out a little bit. By the way, just in case anybody knows, we know it's, it's um, cataclysm. Yeah, we just Cataclysm like, was a joke. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we know it was. Yeah. We, I don't want any comments. Oh, fucking idiots. If you heard, if you heard Sapien earlier, he said uh, he said cataclysm, and then yes. he smiles at me. And he goes cataclysm. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all. Yeah. All right, so now we're gonna tr- start a new section. It just kind of came up during the week. Here's a little story. <laughs> no, I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> uh, this this section we call it the uh, why people hate. Why, this is why people hate America. Right. Uh, it's essentially kind of the thing of. You know, first world problems or rich people problems, you know. So, these are stories that we kind of thought are interesting, but and mostly just kind of a gripe on our society. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. poor people would probably... I'm sorry, poor countries. Yeah. Because prob- we're poor people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sh- like my, my particular one, I titled this one, uh, GON! It's a shame when you're unknowing mother or father throws out your old comic books because they, quote, think it's trash. It's not a shame, it's a stabbing. (laughs) It's another thing to have your truck stolen when you have things in your truck that are more valuable (laughs) than your iPod or your Garmin. Andy McMadden of Duncanville Bookstore was on his way to a Wizard World Austin Comic Con. Wizard World. We need to go to that next year. I know, right? Uh, uh, When, during the night, his truck was stolen. 
Why is this a bad thing? Well, anyone getting their vehicle stolen sucks to Fuck begin yeah. with. But it sucks when you when even sucks even more when your truck is loaded with two hundred boxes of Golden Age and Silver Age comics. Yeah, that gasp is well justified. <laughs> uh, many of them were stuck uh, are stuck with high CGC numbering on the comics. Uh, so yeah, this dude was you know driving to the Comic Con, and here's some of the issues. I mean, he has in there. I mean, the, you're looking at comic um, like. Uh, Action Comics 108, Event, um, Amazing Spider-Man 129, Avengers 1, Avengers 57, mm-hmm. Batman 4, Batman 5, Captain America 58, and um, these you're looking at some of these here. Oh, he has one here, a lock, uh, lock and key number one, 9.8. Shit. Yeah. Lock and key. Dude, he's got some fucking choice comics on yeah, that list. Hulk 40, 9.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America 58, a 5. He's got a lot of 4s and 5s in here. Um, and, you know, uh, Uncanny um, uncanny X-Men. There's just like... Uncanny ton- bitches. <laughs> but there's like a ton, uh, ton of stuff that he had in there. So, you know, if you're going to one of those little rinky-dink comic cons and you have a guy that's selling a lot of Golden Age stuff, or Silver Age... Uh, check out the lazygeeks.com and uh, on lazygeeks.com <laughs> and you can actually see some of the numbers that are on there uh, Bleeding Cool went ahead and listed all of that stuff because you know that kind of shit <laughs> that's some pretty heavy shit yeah that is pretty heavy dude and the reason why I put this under the you know first world problems or why people hate us because here we're worried and we're feeling bad for somebody that lost a truck full of comics yeah when in other countries, you're losing trucks of food. Yeah, but and, comics are more important. Than that. That's true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this should be a news. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first world problem... Are we calling this the first world problems? Uh, nah. It's kind of it's kind of relatable to first world problems, but, you know. This is... This... Why people hate America story <laughs> is brought to you by... No. Um... <laughs> So, I wasn't able to get... Brought to you by the Ugandan dictatorship. Wow. <laughs> um, I wasn't able to get any pre-orders that I wanted this year. I pre-ordered... <laughs> Everything. And yeah, and I, I just... I lost my job, and I got one, but I had to catch up on, like, real bills. Um, so, the one that I held on to was Skyrim, because I needed that game. So, pissed off, because Bat- Batman comes with, like, what? Countless skins. Yeah, you got countless skins. You have playable characters. And... Ba- Battlefield Three came with um like guns and fucking ammunition, all types of cool shit. Call By Duty... the way, all of which I got. Dick. Call, <laughs> Call of Duty. Call of Duty Three came with uh, what? A map pack. Yeah. Some shit. Skyrim came with a map. A premium map. <laughs> I don't even know what this map looks like. All I know is the map is in the game. That's all I'm getting? A map? I can look the map up on Google right now. God, it pisses me off. But that's all I had to say. I'm just upset at the one pre-order that I held out to was a map. It was my dumbass for not looking. Right. It's fuck. But it's just kind of funny, though, where you think about, like, yeah, I lost my job. I got catch up on bills. I got all this stuff. I got food. But the thing that I'm really pissed off yeah. about is first world problems. <laughs> I'm telling you, what was like when I went to you know when I went to pick up Arkham City I, uh, and uh, oh no, it wasn't Arkham City. Uh, oh yeah, no no no, I did because uh, Best Buy had this thing, 
So I went over to Best Buy and um, <laughs> it was awesome too because like I'm there and the guy's like, oh, I don't know whether to get the PS3 version or the Xbox 360, <laughs> you know, because I like this, but I like the way it fit here, da da da, going back and forth. And it's just yeah. like, this is rich people problems, you know? <laughs> it's right. like, when the bulk of your day is determining which console you're buying it for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, I think this is a perfect time to jump into some douchebaggery. Douchebag. So, my first one, I titled this... My you, first one. <laughs> you can't deny history. No, uh, you cannot. Yeah. Well, you can. Well, you can, but <laughs> work for the Japanese and the, oh, the Chinese so far. Oh, shit. Uh, an original episode of Star Trek featuring Nazi uniforms was shown on German public TV for the first time... This past Friday. Yay! <laughs> uh, first broadcast in the U.S. February 1968. The episode finds the crew of the Enterprise visiting a Nazi-esque planet in a critique of ideology and a concentration of power. Uh, Captain Kirk and Spock dress up as, quote, Nazis in the episode to infiltrate a right-wing regime believed to be uh, headed by a former Federation historian. Uh, the use of Nazi uniforms, including swastikas, and the discussion of Nazi society as the most efficient means that the episode was not broadcast on public TV. Oh, meant that the episode would not be broadcast on public TV during the previous runs aired by ZDF and private channel Saturday, the local reports. It was dubbed into German and showed on pay TV in 1996, but last week's broadcast marks its first airing by the state broadcast ZDFNEO. Uh, I don't know whether to be excited or just... I mean, it's Nazi shit. So, yeah. yay? By the way, the episode is called Pattern of Force. Uh, season 2. When? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, see, this is the thing. It's just like... Ever since that whole World War II thingy... And, that uh, World War II thingy. <laughs> yeah. That America. <laughs> Not a big deal yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That World War II thingy. Because we handle business. <laughs> Germany Jesus. has always banned... Anything that related to Nazis. You know, but, Nazis. and it's not, it's not that they're denying it, it's that I think they're just so ashamed of it. I understand And it. one thing, they don't even let the, it, in order to make a movie, and I was talking about this with you, in order to make a movie that has any Nazi, and what's a documentary, anything, you have to have the government sign off on it. Right. And they will have government officials there to make sure it's done right. Yeah. And they do not want, No. Yeah, there's no free. There's freedom of speech in Germany unless you're talking about Nazis. <laughs> and it's just, it just strikes me as kind of funny. It's like, okay, banning it doesn't make it not there. Like it's sticking your head in the sand. Yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, just you know, close your eyes. The ostrich syndrome doesn't really work all the time. But uh, it's just kind of funny that this is where we're in the 21st century. Yeah. You know, and it's like... I can watch this shit on fucking Netflix. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I can watch it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you can. Because I haven't seen that episode. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. My yeah, you Nazi lover, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> my number two douchebag is... Having cold feet can cost... A Brazilian man has been fined thousands of dollars for saying I don't to his fiance at their wedding. Mm -hmm. uh, Marcelo de Azevedo Fernandez. Yeah. Ooh. That was racist. Yeah. <laughs> was told that he must pay a moral and uh, must pay for moral and material damage to Christine Costa de Andrade. Nice by, accent. By, by uh, Rio de Janeiro, the state uh, state judge. The pair were were, um, were to be married on September seventh, two thousand seven. 
before Fernandez called off the wedding at the last minute. Fernandez. The the judge ruled. <laughs> <laughs> the judge ruled. By the way, all that is okay because Nomad's a Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not a Mexican. He's a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> the judge ruled that he had caused suffering, anguish, and humiliation not that not cannot funny. be ignored. That's not funny. No. He was ordered to pay six, basically what equates to $6,500 to help pay for his former fiance's wedding costs and psychologist appointments. Yeah. You know, by the way, just real quick, I said at work today something so racist. <laughs> and I was just kidding. This, this, one, this one lady, and everyone in the room is Mexican. And she goes, why don't we take international cards? And I go, because we don't take pesos. <laughs> Jeez. And I was like, well, I, what I meant was... <laughs> uh, Everyone's just looking at me shaking their head. <laughs> and uh, he got fired today. And <laughs> scene. Uh, my last douchebag... <laughs> was me. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. Uh, actually, it's quite quite ap- aptly titled. It's Ooh. called Just Shut Your Mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever wanted a personification of a complete douchebag, there you have it. Brett Ratner... Was oh, always am- has always amazed me as to how low he can manage a uh, manager career. How well, actually, just to say, manage how he can manage a career when he can't keep his mouth shut. Not to mention that he has quickly become the guy that directs third films of a lucrative franchise and destroys them. Earlier this year, Ooh. it was <laughs> what was the film that you had on? It was X Men: uh, The Last Stand. Uh, he did Red Dragon, uh, which was the third film. No, he the- did. Yeah, he did. Oh. Uh, earlier this year, <laughs> oh, it, <laughs> earlier this year, it was announced that Brett Ratner would produce the 2012 Oscar ceremonies. This left many people, including myself, scratching their heads as to wondering if no one else was truly available for the job. Mm-hmm. After that, he brought on Eddie Murphy, and uh, Ratner began doing press for his latest film, The Tower Heist. Uh, this this is where everybody be- this is where everything began to go in south. Once he began opening his mouth. He started saying words, and all the words were getting him into trouble. However, he continued to say words, and eventually it led to today's sudden, albeit not surprising, announcement that Brett Ratner would not be producing the job with the Oscars. I read that pot last night and I laughed at my ass off. I'm like, this guy should just not talk. Because I honestly don't know what he does. Like, I don't follow this realm of entertainment that much, so I'm like, what? Uh, the trouble started when he went on the Howard Stern show and began to talk about his sex life, including which included doing Olivia Munn. That's yeah. okay. He sounds cool in my book. <laughs> this is something that I am sure didn't go over well. Not to mention, it, or maybe it didn't happen. It brings down. It, <laughs> not to mention, it brings down your status, Olivia. Because uh, if you've seen that, you, you've seen a picture of Brett Ratner. You did they date? Uh, I don't know if they dated. They may have just fucked. I don't know. But after that, yeah, when that's all right, <laughs> he just got a point. Sorry. After that, when he when he, um, asked if the actors rehearsed much on the set of Tower Heist, he replied with, "Rehearsal? What's that? Rehearsals for fags? What? Rehearsal? <laughs> not much. A lot of prep, preparation, complex action scenes, visual effects. And I'm sure you know which part of that statement got him into trouble. Uh, the Academy of Art and Science. Especially Howard Stern, where they're listening. Yeah. No, this was at um, the second part, that, that whole yeah, yeah. gay comment. That was actually at the Arclight in Hollywood. They're listening. They're at, at, at a premiere of the movie. There's people outside that hear yeah. that get offended. <laughs> the Academy of Arts and Sciences, uh, and Sciences 
then issued a statement that came down to apologizing for what he said. It sounded more like an apology that a buddy gives at a bar when you've reached and exceeded your limit. Hey, that's my pad. <laughs> I've been you drinking. Know, he don't know what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this mother... He's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter then announced that Ratner had resigned from the show in light of his comments. I have always tried to give Brett the benefit of the doubt with the movie Red Dragon, but I was struggling to hang on after X-Men 3. But I think that Ratner has some talent in that egotistical mind of his, but he clouds it with the size of his mouth that prevents anyone from taking him seriously. I hold him in a, sly, in a higher regard than someone, say, like Tyler Perry. But believe me, that isn't saying much. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, my favorite part, too, was that he keeps saying words, and, uh, <laughs> and those words <laughs> keep <laughs> become sentences. <laughs> what? So, what are your douchebaggeries? What are they indeed? Uh, um, <laughs> this one I titled Meth is a Crazy Drug. <laughs> so, this is in Hastings, Michigan. Police investigating an alarm at a Michigan restaurant used a thermal imaging device. Because all of a sudden they're Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, to find a fleeing suspect hiding in a pile of leaves. They went into detective mode. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? I read that and I was like, okay. The criminal douchebag. The cops, awesome <laughs> boss. Like just like what? Suddenly, oh, they all started talking like this. Of the cops. <laughs> um. <laughs> so when they descended from no, um, the Grand Rapids, Michigan press reports that when the man was discovered concealed under leaves in a bush, like it's Calvin Hobbes and shit, um. In, in Hastings, near Grand Rapids, he ran off again and jumped into a river. Police arrested the suspect after he went to a nearby motel to change his clothes. Officers found a backpack belonging to the man that contained waste from a methamphetamine production. <laughs> I love that word. I know. <laughs> I don't love the drug, but I love the word. And and say he likely was making meth in the motel room. No, you think? Um, the man is being held on a move. Get that, get that thermal imaging yeah. device back out. Uh, this man is being, this man is being held on uh, probation violation. Not a shock. He is expected to face drug charges. Also, not a shock. Jeez. Oh, what a tool! What a tool! Ooh, ooh stalling. Uh, you. <laughs> so my second second douchebag. Um, what did I what did I title this one? Oh. Man, you really suck at your job. Um, a post officer working in England who failed to deliver some 30,000 pieces of mail, then squirreled it all away at his home, has been ordered to perform 280 hours of community service. The Guardian newspaper reported on Wednesday. The postman, Paul Wilcott, told authorities in, in Torbay that he did not have the time to deliver all the mail during his four-hour shift. Overwhelmed, he ended up stashing it at his house, car, and garage. Wilcourt, 44, said he intended to deliver the unopened mail for <laughs> when his yeah. workload when his workload eased, but wasn't able to do so. The Guardian said, a member of the public spotted Wilcott stashing mail in his garage and reported him to the authorities. The Guardian reported that when his garage was searched, 174 pieces of mail were discovered. More was found in the trunk of his car, and 67 bags full of mail were found in his home. A third of his items, a third of the items found, were identified as junk mail. Um, Judge David Thompson, I love his story from England because I can pronounce all the names. Um, Judge David Thompson called Wilcott's actions a significant breach of trust. The Guardian reported, "You're a fucking tool." 
Like, your job is to... That could be somebody's, like, check or something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like maybe there's a maybe there's a letter in there saying, uh, you if you respond now, you'll get the mansion that your your uncle bequeathed to you or what something. I, what I love is... Oh, no, 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 no. I was going to do it. See, what had happened I was... was <laughs> I was going to... It's like, man, shut the fuck. You weren't going to do shit. See, what happened was... This bus overturned, and it had a bunch of kids and nuns yeah, in it. Yeah, it's in a box of kittens. Because <laughs> it always got to have a box of kittens. And I saved them. I saved it. I saved it. I saved it. I saved it. I love how the guys always become illiterate. Yeah. What the hell? Um, my number one douchebag is something that I find personally offensive. Myself. Oh, wow. And That's I've, saying a yeah. lot. That's and I've named it, How Could You? You Killed the Dream. <laughs> right? A Southwest Florida man's planned threesome with his wife and another woman ended with him behind bars on felony battery charges after he allegedly punched and swung a TV at his bride. Wow. You fucked that up? Really? Wow. Judge Daniel Silva of Na- Naples was arrested. Or, I'm sorry, not Judge. Jorge. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. That made that story real interesting. A judge? Jorge. Sorry, I was using the English alphabet. Um, and it still was wrong. It's still wrong. Jorge Daniel Silva Shop of Naples was arrested Sunday after police said he became enraged when the threesome went, which wasn't going his way. According to Collier County Sheriff's Office report, report obtained by the Naples Daily News. Silva's wife told deputies that her husband freaked out when the three of them began kissing and started hitting her. How is that fucking up? What? Y'all making out? Oh shit! What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. The wife and the other woman... Maybe they were too into it. Whatever, then watch and shut yeah. the fuck up. The wife and the other woman locked themselves in a bedroom because he was fucking smacking his wife. But Silva broke through the door and continued the attack. The report said. As the wife curled up to avoid getting hit, Silva punched her and swung the TV at her like a bat. Obviously because of Incredible Hulk. Like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Silva hit her twice. Jorge smash. Yeah. <laughs> Jorge, no! <laughs> Silva hit her twice with the TV before dropping it on her. Jeez. Then grabbed the second TV. <laughs> I guess the first one wasn't good enough. Oh my God. And threw it at her, the report said. When the oh other woman God. tried to break it up, she told deputies, Silva would would punch her would punch her the report said so every time she would try to intervene he would punch her deputies arrived and found Silva's wife covered in blood her face swollen and, sp- and sporting what looked like a broken nose Silva told deputies his wife had attacked him after she kissed the other woman and said he was jealous after the woman started kissing and wouldn't let him in on it wow. so basically they were probably making out and they were digging it and he just wanted to fuck Right. Like he didn't want he he got a little too excited and just wanted to screw. He didn't want to play around. Yeah. He also said he knocked down the bedroom door because he thought the two were having sex without him. <laughs> the report <laughs> said. Uh, the report said all three appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. What a shock! Wow. The 22 year old was taken into custody and was released Monday on a seven seventy five hundred dollar bond. Who the fuck paid that? According to jail records, it was unknown whether he has an attorney. I can tell you right now he doesn't. Um, 
Wow. You fucked you it up. fucking douchebag. And honestly, when you think about it, it's probably because he didn't wait five minutes. Yeah. The girls always go at it for a little bit, dude. Yeah. Let and what's them, the... What's let the, them explore the possibilities. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. So you're a douchebag because you just... You just... Ugh. It, that kind of shit bothers First me. First of all, even if it's a threesome, it's not a porn. They're not just... <laughs> they're not just gonna be... Because in porns, when it's two chicks, yeah. they are oh, they make out for like a second, and they just get on their knees and stare up at the guy like, oh my god, give me your dick. Oh my god, give me your dick. Yeah, no, that's not... Oh, by the way, the, the explicit. The don't... If you're a kid, don't listen. Um, if you're a kid, don't listen. Like, and in porn, it's, it's a beautiful thing. They just, just, just... It's always the camera shot looking down like you're the dude, and right, they're just right, looking right. up like... Can I have penis, please? <laughs> yeah. Real life isn't like that. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking fag, dude. I'm saying it. Yeah, you're fag. saying it. You're saying but it. But I'm saying maybe because he's gay, because only a gay dude would fuck up two chicks. I'm sorry, I mean, dude. it's just like, you And know, then he's a bitch for slapping. slapping yeah. Shit. I mean, that, that, that's where you start going. Smack her with the TV. Even if, even if she wasn't going to have sex with him, you're going to beat her with a television? <laughs> and then not just one TV, but two. <laughs> What the I, fuck? It just to what me. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it just, to me, it just kind of. It's like, dude, how could you ruin that? Yeah, you, 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 you fucked it up for all of us. Yeah, you, you pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. no, it's personally offensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh man, I almost, right. had, I almost had one going one time too, but the one chick passed out. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not like that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be involving myself with a chick that's passed out. Unless I'm married to her, that's different. <laughs> all right who's your epic person, person. Uh, this one is called talk about paying it forward a Canadian man who had just helped a motorist change a tire in western Wisconsin had the good deed quickly repaid when just minutes later that same motor- motorist helped to save his life this was shit when you told me about it yeah according to uh, it's like the commercial yeah it's like uh, according to Wisconsin State Patrol uh, Victor Geisbrook of Winnipeg uh, was driving uh, Saturday evening on Interstate 94, about nine miles east of Minomi. It's, I don't know, somewhere on What? I want to pronounce it. Hold uh, on. Was, uh... You open it. When uh, he stopped to help a motorist change a tire. Well, Patrolman Sergeant, Patrol Sergeant Michael Newton said that the that after driving off, Geisbrick, uh, Geisbrick uh, was stricken by a heart attack within a mile or two. His wife, Anne, helped um, bring the pickup truck to Minimoni. the stop. Minimoni? Minimoni. Minimoni. Uh, to the stock to... Yeah. The fuck? I'm taking a picture of your food stock, sir. <laughs> That's a Facebook update. <laughs> uh, and uh, his wife, Anne, helped bring the uh, pickup truck to, to the stop, called 911, and waved her arms for help. At the same time, the motorist that he had just helped pulled up. The Star Tribune reported Monday that one of them, Lisa Meyer of wherever, uh, performed car, um, cardiopulmonary resuscitation on him until emergency personnel arrived. The state trooper and hey, two... Claire. It's French, dude. <laughs> I just made myself sound like... Yeah, you did. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that shit. <laughs> A state trooper and two Dunn County um, deputies took over and used the automatic external defibrillator to help Geisberg remain a pulse and, remain, and resume breathing. Breathing. Uh, this dude, this is my, uh, this is my epic dude because of the fact that, you know, that's, that's like, that's like the coolest shit. Yeah. You know, you're like, you stop. He helps you, then you, you help, help him. him. That's and, dope. You know, it's just like, you come over and go, oh yeah, yeah, here, help you change a tire. All right, you're all set. Good, go. Ah! 
And then the other guy goes, oh, shit, you know, and then suddenly comes out. <laughs> now that my tire's fixed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah suddenly it's, <laughs> you know, as he, he actually got the guy flew. Yeah, he did. He, you know, he, he actually drove a half mile down just so he could fly yeah. back. <laughs> just to prove a point. <laughs> did I ever tell you when I, I, I've been hit with those defibrillators? Yeah. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> In my mind, I'm thinking somebody just went up to you and went, pop! Right <laughs> no, I used to have, I told you I used to have seizures when I was a kid, oh, right? right, right. Well, I was passed out on the floor, and I was starting to wake up, and I don't know why, but the guy thought I was like, because my heart was racing or something, I don't know, and he just hit me with the, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Dude. And then you went, can I use it on my penis? No, seriously, the world just goes, bah! <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a rush, though. I was awake for like a week. Anyway, uh, who's your? What's your epic? My epic person or group or organization <laughs> um, is Activision, and I'm I'm saying this for obvious reasons. With the recent Call of Duty Black Ops 15 million <laughs> sales, um, with the class that they showed when 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 EA was talking massive shit, and you know why they show class. Because they're like, whatever. You know, we're, we're a fucking boss anyway. When our shit drops, they're going to look bad. Yeah. And they did. Based on EA's launch of Battlefield 3, um, and the sales number, I mean, Battlefield 3 isn't sucking, but I no, mean, Call of Duty's better. To... Yeah. Their sales are better. I don't yeah. want to start a flame war here. Um, <laughs> Activision... Start a holy war. Yeah. Activision stayed classy about it. Their game is quality. Um, they're respectful to the fans they were respectful to their competition and the previous game was is do what did so damn well i mean activision is killing it right now yeah. it's and, and their quarterly i did an article on lazy geeks too their their quarterly um earnings all oh, right smoked it yeah. just smoked it and, and i've been doing it's that time of the year where the quarterlies are coming out so i've been doing a lot of articles on quarterlies and most of them are record lows record lows are activision record sales like it's like just killing it but that's the thing is is like you know as as much as people talk shit about how they were disappointed with black ops and uh you know it apparently a lot of people didn't feel the same way and you can sit there and go well they don't fucking know what's because most people most people are disappointed with the story of the first part the most of it was the shit that zombie shit yeah was the shit that shit had me shaking (laughs) yeah and so you know and you know, we we have said a lot about Activision cannibalizing a franchise, yeah. and they will do it with this. They will. Yeah. We're, we're not. We're not stupid. They're, they're trying to make money. Yeah, I mean, but they do it. So in a far, they've way. done. That, so far, they've done well with it. EA EA has just with EA's EA's quality. I respect them. They're one of the big ones, and they've been around for a long time. But with this whole Battlefield 3, they kind of fell off a they, little they bit. They kind of looked you know? a little bit like a like, bitch, too. Their game's the shit, but yeah, they look like a little whiny bitch. Yeah. Like, they look like that one kid was like, well, you know what? You know what? You're a fucking idiot. Like, I don't even <laughs> like you. No one likes you. Like, shut up. Like, it's starting to get old, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and I, I knew that everyone was, oh, which one's better? That's fine. That's all fun and games. But be tasteful about it. Yeah. When you're the... I mean, we're supposed to be talking shit. Yeah. Not... <laughs> EA and Activision. Yeah. And Activision just... I think probably just smirked. Yeah, they're probably time. like, okay, yeah, keep Because everyone knew Call of Duty was going to do the yeah. best. We all knew that. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. I thought it was a whole... It was funny. And then with Battlefield 3's launch, yeah, okay, 
they're having problems with Elite, Call of Duty. But that's not the game. Yeah. You can yeah, still play the game. Yeah, the game still works famously. And I thought it was funny. I read an article on Joystick. I did an article on this, too. And I was I wanted to do this joke, but then I realized the guy in Joystick did it. Where he was like, um, you know, it was about uh, Battlefield 3 now has server status mm. screen that you can go on on the web. He goes, so, so now you can use the stat screen to see if the servers are up, or play Call of Duty 3. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, you took the joke! <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, so yeah, Activision, good job. Alright, well, we have a couple of uh, site comments this week. Uh, On the dark desert highway! <laughs> that name just reminds me of that. Alright, first one is uh, from Hotel Nerd, who was blowing up the website this week. Yeah, he was. Yeah, And we, hey, Thank you. Thank you. Do it yeah, more. Yeah. Uh, he, his comment for, does Marvel need a reboot? Uh, I think that the Ultimate Universe is all the reboot Marvel needs. Get, that gives them a whole other sandbox to go and play in while the main universe on its original continuity. There aren't any issues in the main Marvel Universe that can't be dealt with by a minor retcon from mm. time to time. Yeah. And then major events like Civil War and House of M help them drastically alter the course of their stories, like disseminating the mutant population to 300 mutants worldwide, or the Onslaught slash Heroes Reborn event. DC has um, had to reboot their continuity because it was all so twisted and convoluted that you couldn't keep it straight. Who is um, who's the Green Lantern now? Who, what about Flash? Is uh, Superman alive or dead? He's speaking, ah! no, he's speaking nothing but truth right yeah. now, too. And it's like, there might be a day that Marvel needs to do a reboot, but I don't think we've reached it yet. And if the day ever comes, it will be, it will have a built-in reboot available with the Ultimates universe. Mm. Good yeah. point. It was a very good point. Uh, I love this guy's name. World of Black Heroes. World of Black Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and funny enough, commented on Black Panther gets a new name. An yeah. old article. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Who wrote that? Um, actually, I think you did. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Okay. While the tagline, or the tagline, what the fuck, am I from Jersey now? <laughs> While the tagline sounds good, BP hasn't been very dangerous since pre-stop writing them. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, oh well, hopefully this name change equals more readers, otherwise fail on both accounts. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's an old article. Yeah. I don't even remember writing, writing it. Oh, and here's, um, this is all my service status bit. Yeah. Battlefield 3 cheats. <laughs> Which is weird. That's yeah. his name. Um, I haven't got my copy yet. I'm I'm getting it this week. Oh, based on the Battlefield 3 status thing. Yeah. Um, I haven't got my copy yet. I'm getting it this weekend, but I've played my mate's copy, and oh my god, it it really is awesome. I love it. So obviously, he's from England, Australia, or South America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is epic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat, man. I, I don't buy either. I, I play Nomads. That's why I always ask him, "Hey, what system did you get?" <laughs> I know, and I'll, I'll always I, he knows what I'm doing, but just out of respect, I try to make make it yeah. look like I go, you know, the PlayStation just such a superior system. <laughs> um, Last one is yours too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, from Ralph, that's my, that's my grandfather's name, so respect. Um, on my EA Origin EULA causing concern. I don't even know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe game companies these days are actually allowed to... Oh, yeah, because Origin changed their EULA. Um, I can't believe game companies these days are actually allowed to change their EULA. After actually releasing the software in question, EA's not the first company to do this. I've seen quite a few others changing up their EU EULAs. 
after concerns are raised. Why is this allowed? That's a good fucking point. I don't have an answer. Uh, I think you'll see it more with um, games or services that continue. Like, you won't see it if a game like Arkham City, if it has an EULA, which it doesn't, it's not going to change. But Origin has that flexibility because it's it's building into something else that they can they can find loopholes to change it. Um, usually, it's frowned upon, and I think they can do it. But usually, the community will get so pissed off that they'll have to change it back. Apple. Um, <laughs> so, honestly, though, I don't know. I mean, they're they're, they're it's kind of a gray area because there's certain times where it should be changed, but then there's certain times where it shouldn't. You know, it depends on who it's benefiting, really. Yeah. All right, well, th- now we're up to the recommendations for this week. Yeah. So, uh, of <laughs> course... <laughs> so, of course, my recommendation for this week is uh, Modern Warfare 3. And see. Yeah. Um, I'm a Call of Duty fan, always have been. Uh, I did buy Battlefield 3, and... You own both, because... I own both. You a boss? Boom! <laughs> because I ain't narrow-minded to think one is better than the other. That's right. You know. Uh, but, uh, Modern Warfare 3, I love it, picks up right where 2 left off, and immediately throws you in the shit. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, it's more of the same, so, it, it but it's familiar territory, as, you know, we were talking about earlier. It, it is familiar territory, it's fun, uh, and, and it, it's more of the same, and people say, oh, it sucks, you know, it's like, you know what, to be totally honest with you, and non-biased, they both kind of seem the same. Yes, Battlefield 3 has a new engine, so the graphics look cleaner, yeah. looks nicer. But uh, Are the graphics better in Battlefield? Than, I think the more? graphics are better, a little, a little bit better in Now, granted, just to throw this out, that not that it, it might not make a difference, we've played Battlefield 3 on the Xbox and Modern Warfare on the PlayStation. Right. Just, you know, just yeah. be specific. Okay. Yeah. In, in, in the era of, um, of, uh, open, of openness. Yes. But we <laughs> did, I did um, make sure I installed... Yeah. Nomad's copy of Battlefield <laughs> 3 to the Xbox. So we got the HD going. Right. Um, big pip. <laughs> What's your recommendations for this um, one? Although the game hasn't come out yet, <laughs> uh, in the age of first-person shooters, where everybody's <laughs> talking about Battlefield 3 or Modern Warfare, let's not forget Skyrim, ladies and gentlemen. Elder Scrolls' new game is dropping tomorrow. Well, Friday. Friday. Uh, last Friday. I will be there to get it. Um, that game just looks like sex, doesn't it? Good sex, though. Yeah. Not like high school awkward sex. Yeah. Um, it it looks amazing. Um, it's it's got a deep storyline. It's a single player RPG, which you don't see that much late and lately. And a lot of people try to go, "Oh, it looks like an MMO." It's not like an MMO. No. Buy the fucking game. <laughs> it, the game. The storyline, there's, it's so rich. I mean, the world is so much to explore. Um, you know, a little slower pace. You, know, you want to calm down, play a little RPG, get in the story, you know, get it done. Dragons, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Infinite number of dragons. Randomly spawning dragons. Yeah, I, what I, the I remember fuck? reading about that. that yeah. is, they, should just, they should just not even put Skyrim on the cover and just put dragons WTF. <laughs> so, play that. Also, real quick... Um, just because I just found this. I used to use the New York Times app because I like I like news apps where they can go offline, where they'll they'll download the news and then I can read them when I'm not around Wi-Fi or whatever um, because my phone's not on right now. <laughs> um, the LA Times app was pretty cool. I don't really like the interface that much, but it downloads more information. The New York Times app 
will download the latest and greatest, and then if you ask for anything else, it goes, so you want to subscribe? And I don't. <laughs> um, the LA, LA Times app, kind of clunky, but I mean, it, all the sections. And all you have to do is when you're in the Wi-Fi, you just go hover to each screen when it pops up you got all those stories and then you can go about your business that's cool pretty cool if you i mean maybe you got a a tablet or whatever looking for a little news thing and you don't want to pay for it yes because <laughs> let's let's face it i run linux on my computer we all know i don't want to pay for shit <laughs> um so check it out all right well that brings us uh to the closing portion the, of our show the closing <laughs> So before we uh, before we head out, we want to remind you that you have many chances to follow us. So be sure to like our Facebook page. I always page. think you're going to say many chances to win. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> uh, be sure to like our Facebook page, The Lazy Geeks, one word, because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? No. Uh, we <laughs> Except you. <laughs> we are also on Google+. Plus. Uh, so follow us on there. Go ahead and go to uh, G p u l s that's g plus dot t o forward slash the lazy geeks uh you can also that's our shortened uh, uh url for our profile uh follow us on twitter at the lazy geeks one word or at lazy underscore nomad or at lazy underscore sapien and be sure to subscribe to us on youtube as we've uh launched our first uh web series and i have some blogs on there so uh subscribe to the <laughs> subscribe to the lazy geeks uh, all the music on this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod. So, not about brings us. Uh, it's about time for us to check out. So please be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com, and uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the incredibly sexy. So be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Yeah. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out, everyone. <laughs>